A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hello, signers. Before we get into this week's episode, we do have some reviews to read. Yay. Um, Hell yeah. We, we love getting them. Uh, if you're not aware, if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on air. Uh, it does help us a ton, and it also just makes us really feel good. So if you if you like the show, or if you don't, but you just want us to roast <laughs> ourselves, oh, wow. um, and you want to go to the trouble of leaving us a five-star review, we'll take it. It helps us either way, and we're, we don't mind reading a roast of ourselves, as long as it's not any ist- yeah. Racist, stableist, sexist, misat, whatever. Um, but yeah, so here's some reviews. Uh, this first one is from Angelina Lanes with a money dollar sign at the end uh, entitled Love This. Uh, I love listening because I feel like I'm sitting with them just chilling, talking to my friends about my favorite topic. Unfortunately, no one is into astrology like me, so I don't have anyone to talk to about this stuff with, LOL. Uh, would you guys say that Astro Cafe is the most accurate for natal charts because I use the CoStar app and my risings are different? Um, yeah, I would say I know people don't like CoStar. Um, I, uh, and I think... Uh, cafe astrology is accurate. I like astro.com the best for the most uh, accurate readings. Um, but if your rising sign is different, that's I would double check to also make sure that you put in the correct um, time Location. information. No, information. Co- and Co-Star, AM, PM. Co-Star yeah. gets it wrong a lot, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Co-Star. Astro.com, check your AM, PMs. Also, your location, because if you, if you put... Um, Something where it changes the time zone, it's going to change your rising. And then I think um, make sure you're using one that has daylight savings time. Like so, so that it takes that into account because that'll also change things. 
Um, I also use astro.com, but if you, you could use a few different ones and see which one has the most and also which one you vibe the most yeah. with. Also, I like Astro theme. Um, sometimes it can be a little wonky with the houses, but again, you should like probably pull out like four or five just to make you know make sure. Um, and even Astro Dash charts is another good one to double check. Um, and also check the house systems because maybe it's doing whole sign versus Placidus, yeah. so you might move around a little bit. But um, yeah, configure your house systems and the right time and the right location. Plug it in five different generators and um, and see what you come up with. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. Uh, the next one, whoa, hard relate is help. I ate all the bread again from Apple Bagios. Uh, Virgo sun, Aries moon, Pisces rising listener here. WYS is an in-depth yet very LOL astrology podcast. Would love to hear an, an analysis of the signs approach to food and pleasure. Please do. An, also, please do another live event in LA soon. Love y'all. Oh, cool. Well, thanks oh, for coming. We hope to. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Oh my God. We do hope to. The signs approach to food and pleasure. I mean, that sounds just like a, a Venus, Venus episode to but, me. So maybe yeah. we could go through. Some Venus placements. I mean, I love Venus, so Venus heavy. <laughs> let's eat. Let's carb yeah. up. Let's carb up, baby. I think we're all Venus heavy right now. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> Venus. Heavy. I'm, ve- I'm Venus heavy load. Uh, thank you for leaving that review. Yay! Yeah, thank you. Um, your next review comes from Too Much Gemini, and it's titled "Highly Recommend," and it is. At first, I was nervous that it would be another Gem Scorp. Hate pod, Dem Sun, Mer- Mars, Virgo Rising, Squirt Moon in the third. But I loved y'all after the first five minutes. Honestly, surprised. Um, <laughs> I learned so much from the pod and have started putting a lot of the info I learned to use doing charts for friends and writing poetry based on the astrological signs at Bicorporeal Astrology on Insta. Oh. Bicorporeal Astrology is the tag. Uh, y'all have made such an impact on my love of astrology and I'm hoping to do online courses soon, working towards a real astrology degree. Love y'all and can't wait to le- keep learning and growing as an astro family heart. Thank you oh, very cool. much. Um, mm. I'm surprised that you said it's not a Gemini Scorpio hate pod, but I'm glad that that came across. <laughs> I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings, but I do get accused a lot. I mean, she's probably listening in uh, newer episodes to older. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep listening. Um, Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we, we love we'll it all. And I'm glad you're learning. And, ex- and poetry, I mean, what a cool combo of all these very yes, uh, all Gemini express Impressive uh, qualities that you have. So I love it. Love it. Uh, next review comes from Elise Liz and it is entitled Good for Outsiders Mostly. Question mark. <laughs> uh, hi, really enjoy this podcast. I think it's entertaining and informative, even for people who aren't believers themselves. I'm not into astrology, but my goal in 2019 was to learn about people who aren't like me, and I've listened to every episode. Whoa. That's very cool. Uh, and usually the attitude is pretty open to people of different belief systems. Until the Enneagram one, question mark. Uh-oh. I was just really caught off guard to hear because of this is quotes because if it's linked to Christianity, it could still be used for evil. <laughs> 35 minute mark. Uh, my religion doesn't use Enneagrams and I'm nowhere close to an evangelical Christian, but that just struck me as pretty wrong to say. Basically all religions have hurt people at some point, but we would never say that about Islam or Hinduism. I don't know. Maybe it was a throwaway remark, but I was just so surprised considering how open-minded these ladies are generally still giving the podcast five stars because it really is 
entertaining and it does what it says it's going to do. But that did bum me out. Not going to lie. Signed Ellie. P.S. If you're wondering what kind of person would leave a semi butthurt review off one comment. I'm an Aries sun, Scorpio moves, cat prizing. I mean, again, <laughs> and not my thing, but it does make my friends happy. So I know what my signs are. Um, no, thank you, Ellie. And, and you did the right thing by leaving us the five star review, the way to do it so we can actually engage with you and, and discuss it. I do think it was a one off, um, you know, uh, a comment. I'm certain- sure it was a joke, but yeah, it's, it's, you're right that it fine. isn't right to say for sure. Yeah. Certainly yeah. not to imply that Christianity, one, is evil or uses Enneagrams for evil. Um, we certainly don't don't mean that at all. I think uh, it, it, if it was said, it was only to um, ease those who have been um, kind of more more hurt specifically by Christianity who've been who have maybe participated in, in the past and have bad experiences. We wanted to, um, you know uh be let them be aware of of the enneagrams link to to christianity but certainly we did not wish to imply that christianity is evil or use uses these things for evil and we, and we do apologize that that um bummed you out because that is absolutely not our goal and, and we do appreciate you leaving us the again choosing this this route to go um because i think it's really really awesome of you to to make that a goal to learn about people who aren't like you and you sound also very open-minded and and cool so um uh, appreciate you appreciate you telling us that it hurts you because we like like lisa said in our in our previous one too we don't want to hurt people's feelings we're having fun and and we hope that everyone's having fun too so so yeah. thank you for thank I think, you for telling us i think too the enneagrams episodes obviously enneagrams aren't our uh, forte it was a, sure. it, it was definitely a new learning app exploration exploration <laughs> and uh, i don't think enneagrams are uh, inherently christian there is just a big subset of christian bloggers who use it and sometimes in a judgmental way so i think that's where i know i think i know what you're talking about when we were talking about it and uh i don't think they represent christianity as a whole i just think like any group there's always some people who are you know, use their faith to like make people feel bad. And we hope to never do that with astrology, not that it's our faith or anything, but I appreciate, I mean, I appreciate a call out. I see you. I love, I mean, I knew that big three before I even said it. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, appreciate it. Um, Yeah. Thank you very much for educating us. We appreciate you guys and, uh, gals and everyone in between. Yeah. So the yeah. next is from <laughs> definitely different uh, title than before. Y'all are intellectuals. <laughs> <laughs> um, from it's thank the, you. Someone's finally said it. <laughs> this is uh, from use the they use the emoji symbols, but the the username is Aries Sun Taurus Rising uh, Gemini Moon, and they say, okay, this is in parentheses. I'm putting this at the top because I need to know my... Oh, okay. I get it. You're getting a question. Okay. I'm putting this at the top because I need to know. My friend has such small houses in her chart that she is missing two signs in her houses. Like she has aqua in house 10 and 11, for example. What does that mean? Can't find anything about it online. So that's the parentheses. We'll return to that. I'm going to read the rest. The title basically says it all. You guys dissect and explain astrological concepts in a way that everyone can understand. Instead of using confusing jargon and coming from a POV while y'all think or y'all think you're 100% right or black or white, thinking about your interpretation of astrology like a wait, 100% right or black or white, thinking about your interpretation of astrology like a lot of podcasts I found. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Shade. Y'all coming from a point of open-mindedness and touch on many interpretations 
one thing can be. Also, I found so many podcasts that have strictly heterosexual and two genders only interpretations of astrology, and it's just so freaking refreshing to listen to more open-minded individuals. Whoa. Well, cool. Um, and let's take it away with some intercepted houses. Yeah, it's called Interceptions. Um, we do have an episode on it. Um, it depends on the house system that you're using. If you're using whole sign houses, Interceptions do not exist. But if you are using um, Placidus, Campanus, um, other ones, you you do have that. It just is a, a, a degrees thing. But we do have a whole episode on it. If you want to do some research yourself, it's called Interceptions, uh, Intercepted Houses. Uh, but you can also listen to our episode. Yeah. Yeah. Is it me next? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last refreshing, funny, and easy to understand from the Beagle Queen. I found this podcast in the beginning of my Saturn's return. Coincidence? I think not. When I first started <laughs> listening, I don't think I even knew my rising or moon signs. This podcast has been so helpful in navigating this difficult time in my life with these hilarious ladies breaking down astro jargon in a very relatable way. I often go back and re-listen to previous episodes and find so much knowledge I missed before. In a doom and gloom world, this podcast offers practical advice in a seemingly impractical topic with a much-needed comedic flair. Fairy emoji, kiss emoji, and the guy sticking his tongue out with the eyes open emoji. I love Julia, Lisa, Lisa, and Stevie so much, and I recommend this podcast to all my friends who ask me how to understand astrology. Self-promo. Follow my IG at the underscore freedom underscore fairy for an alternative view on health that lines up with a different kind of astrology called Nine Star KI. I also have a YouTube channel, The Freedom Fairy, that I've been active on since 2012 and just launched Patreon for those who are serious about improving their physical and mental health through food. Astrology and health. Is that my Pisces moon in the sixth house showing? Yes, I'm proud of it. Thanks, WIS, for existing. Heart, butterfly, star, emoji. Yay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. your review. Thank you guys so much for leaving reviews. As we said, if you do leave us five stars, we will read it, good or bad. And now we've had an example. Or promo. Um, or promo, baby. We'll do or it. Or promo. <laughs> free, Share your stuff. Free ad, free ad space. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we appreciate it so much. If you've already left a review, thank you. Um, if you haven't, consider doing it. Like I said, it's it's fun. We, we love it and it helps us out. Uh, so if this podcast has brought you joy or angst uh, <laughs> or both, Feel free to share it with us. Uh, five stars. We real read it. Uh, thank you so much. And please enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the heinous hybrid of this podcast. <laughs> Ooh. That was one of the article titles. Really? Do we need that? Heinous hybrid. Heinous yeah. hybrid. I've been watching. I've been. This is the funniest. Um, truly left out of left field. Did not see this coming result of the quarantine. I've been getting super into wrestling. Oh. <laughs> 
And heinous hybrid sounds like a wrestler. I love it. Ooh, it is. It's also almost like a good like hair metal band. I've been really getting into oh, yeah. Rock of Love and Brett Michaels. So I'm really in the hair metal community. Mm-hmm. Right I feel now. like those the Venn diagram of that and wrestling is pretty uh, like large. The sure the mm-hmm. circles. A lot of hairspray. It's also like really out of style. Like it's been mm-hmm. out, it's been like so out of style for so long. That maybe like I guess there was like a '90s, but it wasn't the same type of wrestling as the '80s, or in the same type of metal even as the '80s. So um, maybe we're just feeling that like that astrological nostalgia. cycle, nostalgia shift back. Namibia, rock of love. Also, I just, saw just Brett Michaels was on the Mass Singer. Spoiler alert! Oh shit! Wow, he was a banana. Can- <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I live for the mass Singer reveals. I don't watch, but I'll watch the reveals. They're always insane. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I have never watched an episode. I've only seen the Twitter videos of, of when they reveal, but I don't know. I've I'd never like seen it. Anything of it. Anything no of idea it. idea what it is. I have like a, you know, billboard in mind. But that's yes. <laughs> well, I feel like the billboard's pretty self-explanatory. Right. I mean, no, I understand name, it. The yeah. name. If someone, if someone were like, <laughs> there's a show called The Masked Singer, I feel like people could figure it out pretty easy. But I remember watching it like a long time ago on like a Korean channel. And it, in the Korean versions, it's like their actual huge pop stars will do it, like their version of yeah. Ariana Grande. But here, it's always like, like fucking T Pain or whoever. Like, which I did like the T Pain resurgence story of him coming back and showing off his chops in the Mass Singer universe. But it's always like someone you're like, oh, we wanted like a current, we wanted to do a Lipa, not, mm-hmm. not not Brett Michaels, but you know. <laughs> I don't know. Brett Michael. Sarah Palin was one of the mass uh, singers. Did you see that video? That was like the last week before quarantine because I remember that was like yeah, the zeitgeist of like, of course, there's a pandemic the week that Sarah Palin is in the mass singer singing Baby Got Back. It's that very like BuzzFeedy, like, what the fuck world? Like, really? We're doing this? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's a terrible <laughs> omen. Um we were talking about how it's getting hot here in Southern Oof. California in our apartments. I the other day I went down to my mailbox, which is still like in the vicinity, but on the other end of my complex. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. live in a huge complex. You guys know you've been there. I'm trying to paint a picture. But like it's like a motel style complex. Yeah. It's probably safe to say. So like I'm at the back end, the mailbox is at the front end, and I went down. It was so quiet. I had an alarm set on my phone and I could hear my phone alarm going off in my apartment, like echoing throughout Whoa. the building. That's crazy. <laughs> and I was terrified. I was like, you can hear my phone alarm. I'm like, you could hear everything we do in this apartment now. I don't know. I was like, I don't know if it was just like that time of day or if people people have been moving out of our complex like so many. It was already happening before. But the creepiest thing about the not the creepiest thing, but one of the most unsettling things early on was going into our parking structure below the apartment. And it was empty. It was like apocalyptic. People have come back, but it's a lot of obviously a lot of people that have moved here from other places. So it's like, I guess people are. 
going well yeah i mean lots of, somewhere else at least well it's also the decision of like do you go to the booze house officially do you go back to a parent's house do you like some people are getting you know got rentals a long time ago i'm just want more you know want more space if you're apartment living usually it's because you can go out to parks and other things and you know live your life and not maybe be in the country so yeah, I've been feeling that the same way, like, around my neighborhood. I feel like the last few weeks has got, like, oddly quiet. And I'm like, did everyone dip? <laughs> like, is everyone just taking off? Which is kind of, like, I get it. If you can't, like, my mom was calling me. She's like, can you just come home and, like, fly home and hang out? And I'm like, I'm so tempted because you have a yard and space. But I just, the fear is, like, coming back again, I guess. Or, like, I don't know that timeline where there's still so much... Like, I don't know if domestic flights are going to be banned soon because we mm-hmm. everything's still so, like, up to date. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have much to add. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, and the heat doesn't help. Like, it, the heat doesn't help because it is feeling like I was so comfortable in my apartment. And now it's like, oh, it's fan time. It's like fan on 24-7 time. Yeah, the heat is not cool. That's what I'm scared of. It's not if we're in here for longer. There's nowhere to cool off. Yeah. There's nowhere and, to cool off. And just we already have blackouts and stuff because of people running power nor- the normal time. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are we gonna do when we're all everyone's at home? home? Yeah, running their fucking air conditioner. I mean, we got we we kind of like tricked out our apartment with window air conditioners in the different room so it's not that bad but also you can't run can't run three window air conditioners <laughs> i mean without without paying so much money and also like shutting down the fucking grid yeah yeah it's gonna be tough i was thinking tough. that for my one window you know i'm like do i put up blankets to the kitchen to like trap the air maybe but it's really at the, at the end of all that work it doesn't really do that much. I don't know. Like, and it doesn't improve your quality of life because you're staring at your blanket. I did that. Saying. I did that. It was not worth it. That's the part, too, because also, this is just my core. This is my core bitch. That's in our couch. We have worn this thing into the ground. We are sitting on metal posts now, like just bare ass to the post. And so we're now like, okay, we need to get a new couch. But also, like, it sucks because we can't try any couches. And also, we have this fucking wall heater from hell that just ruins everything about measuring a couch. And the only good wall is the wall against the door. And the feng shui is, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not that wall. And I, I, my mom's an interior designer, so I did a quick call with her. And she was like, you know the answer to this question. Like, it's yeah, not, it's, it's not that wall. It's not that wall. She's like, you never want a door, like, behind, behind you. It, mm-hmm. like, it, like, it is very, like, mafioso. Oh, like yeah, I know. Can you angle a bigger couch diagonally and put a sh- like a bar or something that's behind was, it? That's what I was wondering. So we can fit a touch longer couch. It's just going to be quite flush. Um, but mm-hmm. I think if we do a, a longer flush couch, we're going to get rid of second mini couch and maybe put like either a desk or chaise or something. Yeah, like, we're working on it, but it's just yeah. I think now that we're in our apartments longer, those things that we're like a pain but they weren't that big a deal because you leave your home once in a while to like go sit on couches in your friend's house other people's houses yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) i go to my nicer my friend's nicer houses or or go to bars or just sit on like a fucking 
blanket in a park and now it's like every or even just the fact that you're not staring at it all day where it's like you just get a break from it where you're like ah this isn't the best but whatever and now you're just like haunted by (laughs) the minutia i'm haunted by this heater i'm just like who did this like and also now like i've also been like looking at other apartments just i'm like keeping my eye on the market and i see these places like newly renovated i'm like how do you how are these newly renovated places still using these ugly sinks these ugly flooring. I'm like, ugh, just such a weight. When it's I, cheap. What do you mean? They're not rented. They don't give a shit. Because mm-hmm. it's cheap. They do not give a shit. They don't not, they're not going to live there. They're not going to look at it. Ugh, it's so no. true. All those gray. I have it in my kitchen, and I particularly hate this type of wood flooring. Is that gray wood? Do you know? You'll probably yeah, yeah. see it in the new apartments out there. Whoever, Home Depot, I just want to like go out there and say, fuck you for making it the cheapest floor available at Home Depot because it is, I can't escape the gray, the gray wood floors. Everybody likes this monochromatic gray look in things because it is like cheap and it's also, I mean, I get it for like a, from a developer standpoint because it is like a quick way to make something look nice and quote unquote updated, but all these just like gray boxes everyone's building is so I don't know. I love gray tile. I love especially gray tile behind the sink, like on the wall. Mm-hmm. Sure. I love that. Like it, it can be done nicely. I just yes. I, yeah, I don't think when it's obviously clearly not real wood and we're trying to make a substitute and it's not the normal color. It's like yeah, it's just cheaper. That's all. Like, it's very like preschool hospital vibe. Like a lot of because I'll be looking because I'm like, ooh, if next time it's time, like, I want a fucking dishwasher for the first time in a decade or what, <laughs> like, whatever. And I'm like, oh, in order to get that, I have to live in a dorm, like, or what looks like a new remodeled dorm. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Well, but again, after the it's quarantine, tough. we're going to be squatting in all these m- empty mansions. And, like, it's that's cutting out for everyone. <laughs> the what? Hello. Oh, hi. Oh, I can hear you. Hello. Oh no! Wait, we got a finger. We got a finger froze. Oh wait, now it's froze. Let's see. Here, I'm just gonna jot down the time, so I know. King Kunk. Oh, bye. Eleven men. Got it. King Kunk. <laughs> oh wait, jeez. Yay! Hey, you're back. She back. I don't know what happened. She yeah, back. Yeah, we had a mini freeze, but I jotted down right. the time, so we're cool. we are. I, I say leave good. it in. This is this is uh, yeah. yeah, very indicative of the times we're in, and it's, it's true. I don't, it's like who ca- like if we're still making a pod for you two, it's like who ca- take what you get, baby. Like we're we're in a, in the midst of global crises, and we still talk about aspects wow <laughs> yeah for real doing doing the most i don't know if that's the most someone that i never talked to less are we on or not well we're yeah. recording but i can okay, cut okay. whenever um it, it doesn't matter i just wanted to know um <laughs> the someone i never talked to that's in new york like messaged me really late at night last night and they were just asking the weirdest questions about this podcast and about like, it was just so strange that they were like, yeah, I heard it's really bad. They're like worse than here. I'm like, I don't think so. I think it's like way worse there. <laughs> what? And then they were like, yeah, no, I heard you guys are getting like basically ravaged. I'm like, I heard you guys are getting ravaged. I don't know 
what's going on. And then they were asking all these astrology questions and it was just so hysterical. Cause I'm like, you must be wasted. It was oh yeah. Night here. Oh yeah. They must be like hammered in New York. There's yeah. no way they'd be up. But also, what news source are you watching that's saying that anywhere is worse than New York? That's probably insane. Facebook and Twitter. I mean, what else would it be? I guess so. That's crazy. I can't think of any anybody being like, oh, yeah, I hear that it's worse. I mean, well, it's like- probably that they're hearing that we're just getting it. Mm. Like, we're just getting the numbers that they were getting. Well, yeah. we did have a peak day like a few days ago yes. that was like really high and not a great vibe in terms of like the pandemic but that was like one bad day and hopefully it chills out a touch I mean that's hard to it's hard to really tell but that is like a part of this whole thing that we're all now realizing too I guess is like anyone can reach out to you and everyone can reach out to you before but it was like much easier to like not respond and now like we're here and we're home and we're online and we're posting because we're podcasting and entertainers and doing all this shit. So it's like, clearly I'm like on my phone. So yeah, just getting those like random ass, I think I told you, I got a random ass DM and I was like, ah, we haven't talked in fucking years. Like, I don't like, why are we, why are we all reverting to like the bad early twenties drunk selves of like, Hey, <laughs> how are you? I, and like, I didn't no. mind this person in case they're listening. But <laughs> it's just someone that you don't normally talk to. I never talk to them. I don't think we've ever talked before. Oh, wow. uh, Texts like that. That's funny. I like, I've, I feel like I'm the person reaching out to people where they're like, this is random, <laughs> not so much random, but I'm just, I've just noticed where I'm like, Oh, uh, cause I think I talked about this where I'm noticing my own kind of like aversion to connection with people. Mm. Uh, and it's not an aversion, but I just don't, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to like retrain myself to engage with people more. Yeah. And so I'll send like a, if, if someone responds to an Instagram story or whatever, I'll just send a like, how are you doing? Like just checking Aww. it. Hope, hope you're well or whatever. And That's so I was nice. like, I was DMing with my friend's mom very briefly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a mom. I haven't talked to her in, in years. But it was just like, oh, okay, good. Like, whatever. And it's, it doesn't have to go any further than that. But it's just like, oh, I guess I could just say, uh, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm a very, like, efficient, mm. efficiency-based communicator. Not, not in, like, my word usage. But in a, like, uh, like I was saying, I was like, I, if there's not, like, a reason to text someone or, like, an answer to give or get, it seems weird to me to to reach out. So I'm trying to push past that instinct. Oh, That's good. I've been talking to a lot of friends, moms, and, <laughs> like, I talked to Madison's mom on Instagram check in she's here and I don't know I've been talking to a few people on my birthday obviously I talked yeah. to a lot of random people that day yes birthday girl yes birthday girl you had a I mean I think you are this the a wild example party. of how to quarantine birthday I you, think you did it right I loved I loved your vibe of your quarantine birthday Lisa I must say I like the instruction on that like instructional I, I guess it's instruction like a me- Mimi instructions like, hey, no press. Here's things that represent me and feel free to implement in your life. Biatch. Yeah, it was fun. Um, there was an earthquake during the Zoom. Yes. And that was pretty crazy. I mean, did you guys sh- did you shake? 
Yeah, I mean, our, like, um, computer's kind of not in a sturdy area anyway, and there's, like, a bunch of stuff on the walls and stuff, so it was, like, um, but it was just weird watching everyone realize it at once, because we were all looking at each other's faces, and everyone was kind of like, oh my god, was that, like, what was that? That was an earthquake. Oh, that's so weird. Really weird. it was weird. And then an earthquake. I didn't feel the shake, but I heard it, which was mm-hmm. really like I've never heard the sound of what felt like a tectonic plates moving or whatever. Well, that's how you can tell the difference between like your apartment, like someone walking above you or whatever, and the thing. Like that's what I know the sound. Mm-hmm. That's like the oh, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Like let's see how let's see how long this is gonna go. Oof. The party did end up like turning into a real. Like, it, it it got, like, everyone got real drunk, and then it got real weird. <laughs> one of our friends uh, came on the Zoom with a fake name of someone oh, that we God. all know that no one invited, and oh. no video. Oh. It was the funny and thing. And everyone was like, is it really her who invited <laughs> her? And it was really awkward, and then he, uh showed his face and we were like the, ah you got us the Whoa. reveal was so funny i'm not it was, it was we were all like very dying. nervous <laughs> that is like was a, very strange that's a good Speak, prank dude it was so funny and we it were all like good. it's gotta be, it's gotta be it can't be there's no way <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just yeah. a very funny uh it was it was this per- it was his first zoom so he like changed his display name because i was like that's i would never those are the things i'm just like always blown away by people those are the things that i would never think to do but are so funny he and it makes me feel like i'm those. not a funny person i know he it's always like that- does those he like if you ever see on anyone's like GoFundMe, if you ever see dane cook donated and said sorry bud that's my friend he literally <laughs> donates like ten dollars to GoFundMe. says dane cook that's hilarious. Oh, I it's like this. So I, I like this switch. I'm now just thinking astrologically of like this, like pretending to be other people. Um, I know Libras do that a lot. He's a Gemini. He's a Gemini. So. I was, that was my second guess was, I mean, the obvious one is Gemini because of the, you know, yeah. two people yeah. or what, whatever. But that's one of those playful, funny, fun Gemini things that I, on the other side, do not ever think of but appreciate so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just, like, people's well, funny people's Brendan funny Zoom too, backgrounds. Yeah, Brendan, too. I mean, he's interacted with some of our fans, so some of them might, like, see him. Yes. Because he will, like, troll me online, and then people are like, hey, <laughs> I like her. And he's like, yeah, me too. Well, I think <laughs> I Gemini's... I think with the twins, like when people are like, "Oh, they're you know this the stereotypes of like they're two faced or they can't make a decision." It's like, no, they just like to entertain themselves first and foremost. That's the twin energy. Like if their their goal is to make themselves laugh, and if you are entertained by proxy, then awesome. Like that's just like help feeding their childlike wonders and needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks, shout out Brendan for um, making us all laugh. Aww. Damn, I've been seeing the the secret identity person now all the time on the internet. I Not did like, too. It like I popped up, and I was like, <gasps> I did too. Well, Summoned. We'll be seeing that person soon, I think. 
Well, the algal the algorithms the algorithms no <laughs> I no because no, I'm so creepy going back to the couch I've been straight up holding my phone in my mouth going couches eighty inches leather for sale and I'm just like waiting for ads to come up and great ads have been coming up because you guys do listen I know you're listening like that's like what's so wild when like Zuckerberg was in court being like your honor we do not listen and make ads based on what people say it's like then how bitch I brought up Sprite this morning I've never brought up Sprite in my life and Sprite is on my damn Insta ads there's just no way unless they're tapped into our brains well, no. he's so especially like bothersome to me because, like, I know I'm in a lot of those female groups where we have code language mm. because, like, if you post certain words, like your post gets removed or flagged, uh, and it's like I should be allowed to post the word men. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that is like this. You can post women, right? That is like so like that. It's not. It's not okay. Like, yeah. Well, also, even Facebook back in the day, thinking about like when I was like an active Facebook user in terms of actually posting content versus like groups or podcast stuff or whatever, it used to be able to stuff like I used, my Facebook name used to be Spaghetta May Renara. Like, I had a f- alias because I wanted it to be like a place I could be a dork and not have to like basically you have to like enter your social security number now right. to use facebook or like have your legal name or if you have like a fake name you have to like upload i remember when i had spaghetti marinara it's like okay if you can provide an id that says you're spaghetti marinara i'm like this is a this isn't a yeah. government website what is yeah. it like <laughs> why are we and if we are then like y'all need to step your pussies up because this is not a very good and fair acting government website you we should have gotten kicked off Facebook when you graduate college or when you like oh, left college in whatever class. That's that's, how yeah, that's what I mean. Like started. that's that's that that is absolutely where it should have ended. Uh, also, hot on my quarantine YouTube watch list has been. Have you guys seen the Jesse Eisenberg speaking of social network uh, video going around from a press junket where he's a total dick to this female interviewer? No, oh. it's pretty good. Yes, maybe he was tired from a long day of like dumb questions about movies. Sure. But he is so rude to this girl and but his cadence is like educated fuckboy who knows more than thou. And if anyone really wants to like judge Jesse Eisenberg, feel free to Google Jesse Eisenberg press junket. Magic might be the other word because I think it's that. <laughs> I think it was that that movie that was about magicians. This see me. Oh, oh now you see me. Movie. Yes, now, now you, you see, see me. me. Thank you. Now me see me press junket. Jesse Eisenberg acting like a dick. You enjoy. We see. We see you, Eisenberg. Oh, but we see you, Eisenberg. I feel like he sounds like a dick no matter what he does or like what he tries. So I feel for him a little bit. Except um, fair. Fair enough, though. There was a trailer I saw last night, movie chat, um, about Marcel Marceau, the mime, and about how mm-hmm. he was in the French resistance during Holocaust era, and he was, like, freeing thousands of, like, French Jews out of France from, like, Nazis. That's what the mime That's used cool. to do. I had no idea. Yeah, so there's this new, like, he plays Marcel There were Marceau. a few on Hulu that got me. I didn't watch, but they... they um... The, there's like some Adnan Sayed oh, so that one I almost clicked and then there was another one that looked good I don't remember what it was Ooh, I like but, this as a movie roundup or a TV roundup I almost clicked this and I might I, I, w- I will probably might, <laughs> might click I, I'm trying to think of any 
new. I definitely will might click that Jesse Eisenberg, Marcel, Marcel, even though I just watched that press junket. But I can open my heart. Yeah, the son, a son, I can't remember his name. I saw that on Hulu. Might click. I didn't really follow up on the second season of Serial just because I wasn't as interested. I wonder what his son's up to. Uh, yeah, those are my clicks. <laughs> my click reviews. I don't think I've watched anything. I mean, like I said, wrestling. I've been watching it. So Vice has this Dark Side of the Ring series. Oh. And it's like, that's, I feel like that's kind of how I get into anything where I'm maybe, I used to watch wrestling when I was in like junior high. So I've never been opposed to it. But watching these documentaries about these stars really is like a better in, I feel like, to the, um, the industry and the, artistry or whatever but it's so many tragic stories i mean yeah oh boy it's very interesting i love andre the giant i mean i think he's like a a fan favorite obviously uh but yeah i mean wrestling is it's interest it's always been like a kind of laughing stock in a weird way but also weirdly respected by the people who are super into it and it's theater it's it's just live action theater you just have to contextualize it correctly. And you absolutely do not have to also. Um, I totally understand why people are not, not into it. And I'm not going to become like a wrestling defender or anything. Um, but I do think that it's just like in the right context, it can be very enjoyable. But I found something interesting. I looked up, we were watching this documentary on Razor Ramon. Um, and I looked up his chart and because I was like, oh, this, this is gotta this, be. A- this is a wrestler, I take it. Yeah, this okay. <laughs> is an older wrestler. He's like in the Hall of Fame now. Um, not a current one. Current ones, I I haven't like I don't have anybody that I'm like stoked about. Um, I don't know anyone's name or anything. Um, but it was interesting pulling up his chart. Um, he because he had like. Looking at it while watching the thing was really interesting. He had Mercury and Scorpio, but it was conjunct Jupiter and Neptune. And his whole thing was like, um, he was like, oh, like kind of shy. But then he became a villain. Oh, he's the and heavy. He kept, yeah. And he, but he also kept talking about these things of like, once I could like lean into this character, he's Libra's son too. So he's like, once I could like find this character, um, then I really like blossomed and took off. And it was just interesting looking at, looking at his placements i love i mean yeah well it's almost like wrestling is the quinn cucks quinn i quinn cucks (laughs) of like of sport and theater right like i think wrestling as a sport was kind of old and dated and same for not many people their go-to is usually not going to see a play or going to see something like live usually they're seeing a movie or like maybe a concert but like to combine those is like that new strange way that seems like it probably shouldn't work but if you actually took the time to go like okay what is the pros of this what are the pros of this what are the cons of this what are the cons of this okay let's let's try to like make this a bang and see because you can bring in so many different types of people because like the jockey people will like it the nerds will like it the men women like every like how do you not we found a way to make this for everybody yeah Yeah, i i um i have been trying to do a physical activity for each and I think this is better than the one that I picked because I was gonna do circus performing but I think it's like very similar mm-hmm. Ooh. um and especially like with wrestling I think um you know there are two things happening at once which I think is 
very quincunx in conjunct. Um, this idea that we are knocking someone out but not actually hurting them, and like Ooh. there's like all there are two things happening at once, or kind of one thing that you see and one thing that you don't. Um, so I think that's kind of interesting uh, as a as a analogy. I think too like all of the circus performance acts uh, require balance in some sort. And I think that um, so does wrestling. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, that's, I like that of like two things happening at once or like being good at being a good wrestler is means like you have to like look like you're hurting someone, but not actually do it. And so if you're actually a good, like good at beating people up, that's not the skill that we're talking about. It's like this other added thing of restraint and technique and whatever. So I like, I like that. I like that for circus too, because it is also like freaky, but not, I don't know. We're talking, we're talking about Quinn Kunks today. Yeah. Um, I hope I said that right because I will. <laughs> it's gross sounding. Uh, it's also referred to as in conjunct, mm-hmm. which we also decided sounds kind of gross. Like <laughs> it's not the best device. name. I actually like how quincunx is written, but it's not mm-hmm. flowy out the mouth. It's very um like yeah. It's quin- chunk- it's clunky. Chunk- yeah, it's quin clunky. Quin chunky. You could not say it if you had a cold. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. So, but we're talking about this is the last in our our major aspect series. Um, this one is some people call it a major aspect, some people call it a minor aspect. I feel like this is like a later on in the game has been upgraded to um the major aspect. It is in the only way to learn astrology book under the majors. Um, this is a 150 degree angle. This uh, some of the keywords for this are adjustment, reorganization, lack of perspective, strain. Um, March and McEvers refer to this as the "I should have" aspect. Oh, interesting. Which, That's interesting. Which I understand all of these things. If we're looking at it, I mean, it is the only one that, if you look at it from a like shape-wise, it's not a uh like ready-made image like triangle or square or whatever like it Mm -hmm. it does look the most awkward um but i think because of the the growing interest in psychology of all of these things that's why this one's been upgraded to a major aspect because it does have i think opportunity in it too or it can be leveraged just like all aspects can be yeah it was way more interesting because I think it is dismissed as this. And maybe it's just because it is nasty to say, I think. And it isn't this easy aspect, like even like a challenging aspect. Like you can understand a square. It's just like it's it looks like math we've seen before and or an opposition. So I think those are more popular in terms of when we're thinking of challenges or things that maybe don't naturally as go together or they're making you work in a different way. But this is just where like everything isn't. like naturally gonna flow but there's some magic in terms of like mishmashing things that air quotes shouldn't be together right because that because that's life like when are we always just working with everything in perfect harmony or everything or persons that really click with us like a lot of the times we do have to work with things that aren't always 100% us and I think that's like a cool part of it because 
Anytime it's a quincunx sign, it's going to be some a sign that's in a different element and a different modality. So they're truly going in different purposes. They're trying to do mm-hmm. different things. But again, it's all your chart. And so everything is trying. They, they can come together, but you're going to have to look at what that means. It really had me looking at my chart in a different way to really focus on the quincunx because it is stuff you forget about. Like you like you don't think about those those planets usually aspecting together because they're not the popular aspect. But when you think about it on like a deeper level, you're like, oh, like maybe I should have thought about how my <laughs> like my moon is interacting with Pluto a little bit more. Like I guess I haven't thought of it because it's not on my main aspect list. But now I'm like reading it here and it's like, oh fuck. Well, I think it's also because they don't necessarily interact. The thing I, I've been loving Lisa's physical activity images. The one that came up for me is not a physical activity, but it was like the most solidified here and then kind of retroactively looked at these other ones. But I thought of this one as like when you, this is big sister energy, when it's like when you're hanging out with your friends and your mom is like, you have to take your sister with you or like let your sister play with you guys. And it's like, it's fine, but mm-hmm. it's a drastically different, like, uh, that happens to little thing. siblings too. Yes, or that too, when you have to be the one that goes along or whatever, too. But that thing of like, uh, you know, sometimes your sibling gets along better with your friend than you do with a thing or whatever. It just like changes the dynamic where there can be something really not Sometimes it you'd end up doing something that you wouldn't do because you have to include everybody. But I feel like it a lot of times if you're not um, in a good headspace or whatever, it can bring up a lot of things because you're like, no, this isn't how this goes, or like, whatever. You know, I'm speaking from the big sister perspective here (laughs) where it's like, I don't want to have to like, I want to play with my friends. I want to do this. I don't want to have to like, we want to talk about this kind of stuff or we want to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Mm-hmm. Or like when you have a birthday party and your mom makes you invite everyone in the class and you're like, this is not the vibe. Oh, I got in trouble for that. For not inviting everybody? Yeah, I got in trouble. Oh, yeah. I, I think I had a strange childhood. Like the more I look back, because what, say, what you're saying, like, oh, yeah, this is like when my brother would drive me to cheerleading practice and then like he would wait until we got like right up to where my friends would be and then he'd like blast some black sabbath or something like (laughs) to make everyone uncomfortable or like yeah just like Mm -hmm. stuff like that that would be like weird Mm -hmm. yeah we would do that to my little sister we would for sure play weird my we would play weird music to to pick her up so they'd be she'd be like embarrassed getting in the car my mom also had a truck that the horn played la cucaracha (gasps) she would do that and that was humiliating to get picked up with of course yeah that's fucking dope i don't think i ever got picked up from school i mean now maybe my childhood was i'm like uh i feel like i got a lot of like get rides with your front like or just very uh I did that in the, like very very indie or like now nah. even like my brother like i feel like we we're all like going we took oh. the bus too but i my some of my schools were very far from my house so it wasn't really like taking the bus would take a long time I think I just have a whole like almost everyone in my family's like a fire moon so I think everyone's just kind of like going wherever they're called like it's very I don't know it wasn't as like emotionally tending it was very just like I'm going this way and I'm going this way maybe maybe see you later um 
I can go Marsha for the La Cucaracha truck. Like, that's... Oh, yeah. That truck. I wish we still had it. That's fucking That's dope. awesome. That's, like, the most Texas thing I've ever heard. I love it. <laughs> I, but, yeah, I mean, looking at Astro, Astro style and the Astro Twins had a lot about, you know, it being this... I think eccentric is an interesting word to think of this, of, like, they don't have anything. In, it's like a sitcom. It's like, we have nothing in common. Perfect harmony, but but we make it work because there's something inherently funny about trying to make two things that shouldn't go together work together. And when it does work, you're like, oh, my God, it's a, such a magical feeling. And I also like what they said about uh, this is, a quincux is like an extreme astrological multitasking. We have to serve both planets and their contrasting agendas all at once. And it's like, yes, like they want different things, but guess what? You're on the same team. It's like being in the group project. So you're going to have to take a little bit of Mercury's place and a little bit of Saturn's thing. Like if that's your quincux and see how you can meet in the middle, like maybe it is expressing yourself more in terms of day-to-day projects, or maybe it is making those day-to-day projects maybe more fun or more community, like more interactive or whatever that means. So um, yeah, it was just like a, like I think all these aspects are like great reminders of where we never have it all figured out. Right. Like that's like the main (laughs) reminders, like nothing is ever easy peasy. Yeah. I have all these aspects. I got it down. Cause there's always, there's always going to be tension. So Mm -hmm. I have a question. Yeah. Or the, the symbol, obviously it's like this one that looks like a, a K facing downwards, mm-hmm. but on like your chart, is it the less than symbol or which one is that? Oh, that one, the, what aspect is that? Yeah, because I don't have the upside down K on mine. But I do think I have a few that are 150 apart. Hang on. It might be it might be out of orb. So. That's a semi that's a semi square. Okay. So yeah, I don't have any queen kunks. That's nice. I mean it's a smaller <laughs> orb too. It's some uh the only astrology book you'll ever need has a two degree because they're considering it a minor aspect. Um March and McEvers only only way to learn astrology say it's five degrees, but I think it is still a smaller um aspect orb than the other other ones um what about the k facing up is that the same that's no that's a semi-sextile okay so yeah i don't have any so that's the uh, again another like minor more favorable version of this but i think again with the the broad uh embracing of psychology and that sort of thing that this minor aspect we're like oh yeah that actually probably does play a big much bigger role in your development than we've uh possibly considered for. Mm-hmm. yeah but i think it's also it's a same a similar thing to like a square an opposition to where it's just like it is a quote-unquote difficult aspect that can be leveraged in a way or that gives you this other kind of unknown uh, power mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have, you know, again, I think it's like the learning to, if you, if you are able to understand that there are going to be disparate parts of ourselves that don't always fit together, but our, but our parts of ourselves, then we can learn to embrace that more and incorporate it and invite them to the party, even though we might not like having this, you know, fuddy duddy downer part of us, there it changes the dynamic but it also can still be 
uh, you know, even the thinking of like a sleepover. I like this as like the oddball at the party who like says the funniest thing. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's not like just understanding that there's like a time and a place for everything and everybody where it's like, yeah, this might not be the person that you like hang out with all the time, but you appreciate the friendship and you appreciate that they will come in with a funny comment that no one else could contribute at this thing. And so it adds this extra like spice to the sleepover. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm think- just learning how to, how to, that it, it gives you like, you come up with things that you would have never come up with before or whatever, because you are having to find a thing like, how do you entertain? My sister and I are almost eight years apart. So it's like, how would you hang out with, a five-year-old and a 22-year-old at the same time. What's something that we could all do that isn't going to, you know, most of the time you just drag the five-year-old along to your stuff and you kind of like do earmuffs or whatever. But if you're (laughs) having to find something where everybody is having a good time, you get creative and you come up with these things that are like, oh, that's so funny or fun or whatever. Like thinking about making, we would like make videos where we would pretend to do like the Maury show. And we had all, I would love to find these videos where we made my sister be like the bad kid. And so she'd come out and be like, like, I don't listen to anybody or whatever, like, <laughs> like whatever. But you come up with like funny, fun, interesting things when you have to uh, put things together that don't normally go together. That's or like Chopped. The show Chopped. <laughs> is it when yeah. I just started watching some of the Chopped Junior or maybe it was Master Chef. Anyways, the baby, baby, the baby's cooking. Very. Oh. It really hit the spot. Um, but yeah I think too when like looking at a chart because a lot of the stuff you'll find about aspects will be broad strokes of like it's five signs away or for the sextiles it's this but looking at that perfect you know degree or orb so I have like at first glance like a lot of in uh in conjunctions or quincux but like degree wise I only have two technically but I think it's still worth noting like hey, you still have your planet in the sign, so you're probably going to get theme. You're going to have themes of this. Maybe you're not in perfect degree, but um, yeah, I mean, mine's like Jupiter in conjunct Neptune and Mercury conjuncts Uranus. And thinking of those themes is very just like, oh, like, yeah, these Gemini things with these Capricorn things like makes sense that it's like they do business and, and luck and love and all these things kind of pretty differently. Like, I mean, we all know signs that all hang out with each other and they have things together to a certain degree. But when you look at this list of which signs are quincucks to each other, it's like, oh, yeah, these are this is an odd group of friends. I'm having a hard time thinking of a BFF Gemini cap. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But like, I, a Leo Pisces, I could see, but... Yeah, there's, like, even, like, Gem- I know a lot of Gemini Scorpio buzz, like, I think they can... They, we're all going to have, like, various parts where we're, like, I think Gemini and Scorpio both have, like... And I think Gemini, Scorpio, and Capricorn all have, like, a twisted sense of humor, like, tr- at their core. But as far as well, overarching... it's just finding the a, thing. Yeah, you approaches have to, to it's, life, it's, not so much, maybe. It's not, like, BFFs all the time. It's, like the person when you go to this thing I only see this person at these events and it's because we bond over this specific kind of like interaction or whatever it doesn't really work any other place but when I know when I go to I'm thinking of all my like dance friends or whatever where it's like I have a person that I know when we're at our like dance get together this is the person that I make laugh at the table 
we don't have a friendship outside of that, but I can count on that. And I love that. And that endears this person to me, uh, you know? Yeah. And looking at this too, there are some crossover with planet, like, like, like with like, um, well, at least I can run through them really quick if yeah. you guys want. And some of them are going to be repeat cause it's only groups of three. So I'm just going to go through them for, for lack of, confusion um but like aries would be quincunx to virgo and scorpio so thinking of like that mars stuff i guess with like aries and scorpio that makes sense that they're very marsy but in kind of different ways um and then taurus is quincunx to libra and sagittarius they were sharing again venus but also they're two different i feel like taurus and libra are very different types of venus people um then gemini would be quincunx to scorpio and capricorn Cancer, Quincux to Sagittarius and Aquarius. Leo, back again to Capricorn, Pisces. Virgo, Aquarius, Aries. Libra, Quincux to Pisces, Taurus. Scorpio, you'd be Quincux to Aries and Gemini. Sagittarius to Taurus and Cancer. Capricorn to Gemini and Leo. Aquarius to Cancer and Virgo. And Pisces to Leo and Libra. Again, checking, you know, these are just the general signs. So you can just kind of get a vibe maybe in terms of placement, but I would check the exact, you know, if you want the exacts, it'd be by degree. Um, so mm-hmm. even though you might have those placements, they might not necessarily technically in conjunction. Well, it's like I'm quincunx with both of you oh. in a bunch of ways. I mean, not, not probably, maybe not by degree, but Sag working with Taurus and right. also Cancer Rising and Cancer Moon. Yeah. But, but- we work together great. Yeah, I think it's like, well, again, it's finding the ways to work, right? I don't think yeah. we all work the same. <laughs> we're all very, no. we're, and we're all, we're all pretty unique. for what we do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a different thing, but it's like, oh, we have this thing together that works. Totally. Well, we have a similar goal, and I think that's what um, can be difficult about these placements is that often they feel like they don't have a similar goal. So I think finding what your purpose is uh in in bringing those two things together or in making them work together um say you're just you know really trying to get by at work it's like how how can I use both things to get by at work and using that lens in order to make them work together instead of saying like uh, like trying to use it in everyday life you're not really going to have a goal so you're not going to know how to frame each one in order to make them work together yes Mm -hmm. yeah and then also some chats from Quincux is also where everyone loves a yacht or a yod or a yacht, whatever, uh, yeah. whatever it is. So that's kind of part of this Quincux family is the yod yod, the finger of fate being where there's two sextiles and then both are Quincux. Quincux. It's complicated. Um, yeah. But those but are there again, too. even that the people, I think why people like that, uh, aspect pattern is the like bringing together of things in a faded like magical kind of way that you wouldn't expect to go together and it's like uniting having this feeling of I think we don't like the idea of having parts of us that don't work or that aren't getting along or whatever which is why people Mm -hmm. love the grand the grand uh the trines yeah things yeah people love trines people love all of these things um but there is also this other thing that happens when you have to combine, like there's always going to be a part of you that you don't, you wish wasn't there or you like less than other things or feels like more of a liability. And the more we can learn to 
I can't like embrace those things at the very least. We don't have to like them or like be stoked about it, but at least be honest that it exists and do our best to, to invite it into the fold. Mm -hmm. uh, So it at least knows that we've like recognized it's there instead of just ignoring it. Yeah, totally. And I think too, it's a good place to go back in your chart. If there's been things that are like, Oh, maybe your rising sign is quincunx to your, um, I don't know, your Saturn placement and maybe the way you're putting yourself out into the world feels different than the way that you actually like do your day-to-day things. Like, is there a middle ground of some days where you can be maybe be more public facing versus being more like diligent? I don't know. I'm like using like broad stroke kind of terms. I think it's a good place to check where, you know, they can, they can work together and they can be really powerful, but it's not going to be like a simple manual of how to do it. You're going to have to really, I think, think about it weigh weigh your options of how you want to you know use them in your day-to-day life and in your chart and and see because it's not they're not an impossible it's not like a fool's errand right like it's not an impossible task like these these two can have a lot of power together but it's just activating them I think that's like a lot of these aspects it's like yeah they these these maps to each other exist but what are you are you going to follow it are you going to follow the map to where you need to go or are you going to just like be like oh I have a trine oh I have a quincux Cool. That's it. Bye. Yeah. It's a I heinous like, hybrid. It's I a, like, <laughs> oh, is she? Yes. She is a heinous hybrid. I love it. Well, I like that. I like Lisa bringing in the goal because this is what March and McEvers say in the only way to learn astrology book. They say the quincunx demands a change of attitude, a change of habit pattern, and a mm-hmm. need to adjust to conditions indicated by the planets and houses in question. So it's just like finding the way. It's like there has to be some sort of shift or whatever. I think that's the thing that makes this a minor aspect or makes it more considered a minor aspect is that it is something that you might not know. You might not feel all the time or be aware of because it's not as, it's not as strong as like the square where those things are meeting. It's like, even the shape of it is like a wide triangle where it's like you take a while. It's not a, it's a pretty like, not sturdy, but you know what I mean? It's not pointed. It's not sharp. So you're not feeling it. It's not an angle right away. It's this kind of like just oddly shaped thing. So you might not even be aware that you have it in there. It's just like the, I, which is why I also like this. I should have aspect because it is like an afterthought. Like most of the time I do this, but Oh, I, I also have this other little part of me that's like, Oh, I like this idea too. So I think thinking of it, I don't want people to like hear this and then go in and be like, oh, all of these things are in conjunct. Right. Uh, it's more like a smaller like th- I I like this psychological lens to it, too, because it is, I think, more of like a, if there's if there's a common feeling of regret or something or feeling uh, if something does feel kind of out of place, that might be a, in conjunct in there. Maybe there's a way that you can invite that in conjunct part of you to the party. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I like that it is like. Dude, change something maybe. Yeah. Like try it maybe maybe consider trying something differently and see if you can unlock some power that you didn't know was within yourself. I like I mean I I like that it's kind of blunt in that in that sort of realm. It's like, yeah, your natural mode of thinking how these two should interact is probably not 100% and that's fine cuz we're humans and there's no way we're going to get how we're supposed to be and and access ourselves all the time to this greatest degree but like if you have a chart that's asking you to try something differently 
I think that's cool. I like that it's like opening up that conversation to be wrong, be vulnerable, uh, change your mind. Oof, that's been a big theme I feel like I've been talking about with like friends and, you know, family of like, it's hard for people to say they changed their mind. It's hard for people to say like, oh, I voted for this person and they weren't what I expected and now I want to change my mind because you feel like you need to stay with what you stick to your guns and stick to what you've always told yourself and and that worked for you up until a point, right? So now, like, if that's been not feeling as satisfactory, then let's change. No one's judging you. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Quinn, Quinn, Quinn Cook yourself. Quinn, Quinn Cunks <laughs> yourself. I mean, now I'm just thinking about all of the ways that uh, Quinn Cunks is, I feel like, a reality show premise where it's always, like, this thing, this thing, it's not normal circumstances. How do you make this work? How do you do mm-hmm. a thing? And who are the people that thrive under that or the people that are like, oh, I'm rising to this occasion. Mm-hmm. Normally, I'm going to figure out how to make this work for me, but also follow these instructions or whatever. The people that never, the people that don't do well are the people that are, like, no, this is how, laurels. Yeah, yeah, or it's like this is how I always do it, or like I'm this person. I design these kinds of clothes, or whatever, or even like the chopped people, where they're like, yeah, you you incorporated the ingredient, but you just like sprinkled the the things on top as like a garnish. That's not really what we're asking for. We're oh. asking for you to do a thing. So mm-hmm. it's like, or even on Drag Race, on Drag Race, like um, if anyone's watching, but. The queens who are always, like, they're really good. They're theater kids. They've seen every season. They know what critiques are coming. And they do everything to the point. But, like, part of being an amazing, at least drag race winner and great drag queen is you need to be, even, like, if you can do something a hair sloppier but it has more feeling, like, it's going to connect more to the judges and to the audience. So, like, I love the theater New York queens who, like, are really good. Of course, I'm talking about Jan. Uh, she's great, but like she's so good that she needs to be worse. Does that make, <laughs> that makes like yeah? I mean, so, and I think that's very Quinn comes where it's like cool. You 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 figured out how to follow the rules, and let's like break some rules a little bit and see if, everything. Yeah. I Sometimes mean, I when think, things fit too much, mm-hmm, it's boring. Yeah, that's a note I get like in therapy and stuff, and I think probably a lot of people listening too is like when you're high achieving and you have uh, a lot of really big goals and stuff. It's like Sometimes you try to do things for an A plus that you just need to get a C on, you know, where it's like Mm -hmm. that email doesn't have to be that perfect. It's not going to change your course of your direction of life. It's only going to take time away from you. Right. And so it's like, or certain relationships don't deserve that level of like commitment and, Mm -hmm. and dedication or certain, you know, there's certain things that you just do for fun. You don't need to do them perfectly. So mm-hmm. um, I think taking that note of saying like, you know, let's shoot for 75 on this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and so, you might accidentally invent pro wrestling. Yeah. And that, you know, <laughs> it's true. Like it's, well, it's that leaving space. That's very spiritual. It's leaving space for spirit. It's leaving space for beautiful mistakes. Cheryl Crow said it, you're my favorite mistake. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> those are like, and it's hard when you're, again, when you're high achieving and you're a planner and you like things to be good and, and to a certain standard, it's hard because then it's, it's, it's too cookie cutter, too perfection. Like you're like, I do want the slop. So mm, pro wrestling slop. I love it. Get sloppy, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's Quinn Cunks. Uh, thank you so much. We Thanks, hope you guys. are are holding up all right. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?